And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a comedy. Uh-huh. They swore to us that it was. That's what the advertising said. Maybe we walked into the wrong theater. Must have. This one is called, and I'm going to say it carefully, Yes. Little Fockers. Uh-huh. And it stars two-time Oscar winner Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, two-time Oscar winner Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. two-time Oscar winner Barbara Streisand, yes. Blythe Danner, Laura Dern, Harvey Keitel, Jessica Alba, Terry Polo. There's a lot of really very, very good First actors class talent. in this film. Mm-hmm. What happened? Well, go ahead with the plot, Les, so that I can jump in with some of my opinions. I have to wait, however, for you to tell the story. Okay, well, I think everybody in the world has seen the first two films. Mm-hmm. It's about Greg Fokker. He is a male nurse. He falls in love with Pam Burns, played by Terry Polo. Right. Unfortunately, he has to meet her parents, and they are rather De Niro and Blythe Danner. Mm-hmm. De Niro is Jack Burns. I guess he used to be with the CIA or some yeah. sort of secret stuff, and he is a very, very rigid and very, very tough guy. Hands-on kind of father-in-law, isn't Absolutely. he? Absolutely. Snooping around trying to find fatal flaws in Greg's character. He's of a course, nightmare. <laughs> of course. Well, that was the first film. Yeah. Now it's seven or eight years later. They are married. They have two children, and nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is in the second film, we were also introduced to Greg Fokker's parents, Barbara Streisand and Dustin Hoffman. And they are the complete opposite of Robert De Niro. They are very, very hippie kind of people. Liberal. Very, very much so. In every possible way. Yeah. You know, they're kind of love children, Exactly. Mm -hmm. So this is supposed to be funny. And in the second film, which was not as good as the first, there were a few smiles. There were no smiles in this one, Anne, and I am appalled and shocked and depressed. Yeah. Because I didn't think it was going to be a great film. I didn't think it was going to be Some Like It Hot or Bring Enough Baby. Oh, right. But I thought, you know, I'd smile through it. Less. I laughed once. Less. Saving Private Ryan had more laughs than this movie. (laughs) You're right. The House of Sand and Fog was a laugh riot (laughs) compared to The Little Fockers. This is so abysmal. You know, you think maybe the third movie will be the charm. Perhaps these producers will get it all together. Well, they kind of peaked with the first movie, which I sort of liked. Yeah, I did. I didn't really approve of it. Anyway, I hated the second movie, but this one was absolutely frightening. It lacks the hideous wit of the first two movies. (laughs) You know, excruciating is the word that comes to mind as I sat through this film and watched these wonderful actors up on the screen performing really dismal dialogue. And I must say, no one in the theater audience laughed. Not one time. I didn't even see a smile in the audience. It was that turgid an experience. I really could not stand the picture. Okay, the only time I smiled, and part of the plot of this film, is that Jack Burns, the Robert De Niro character, wants to appoint a successor to this family. Oh, yeah. And he approaches Greg Fokker. Uh-huh. By the way, Greg changed his name. He used to be Gaylord Fokker or Gay Fokker. Oh, boy. And he approaches him and he says, I want you to become the Godfucker. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. I laughed at that. That was the first and last time I laughed. All the, the jokes in this are recycled, idiotic attempts at humor. 
I really think that this is the bottom of the barrel. And frankly, I've heard jokes about these subjects anyway in every other crummy comedy. You know, if you're interested in hearing some material about male anatomy, Viagra, and please don't ever, ever, ever force me to see another joke about Viagra. That was a horrible moment in this film. Horrible. And maybe the lowest point of Robert De Niro's career, but let's just leave that alone. Then you have a scantily clad Jessica Alba getting drunk and somehow falling on top of Ben Stiller in a mud hole, and this is supposed to be hilarious. Those are the kind of jokes, Les, that were done back in the 20s in silence when people were desperate to try to create comedy on the screen because they didn't know any better. Now we are almost 100 years later, and we are looking at the same kind of imbecilic comedy. I am insulted. I am depressed. You mentioned earlier all of these brilliant actors, many of them Oscar winners, performing in this kind of trash. It occurred to me, what possible reason could there be for people like Streisand and Hoffman and De Niro to be in this kind of a movie? And all I can think of is, you know what? There are time payments due on Ferraris as well. Well, you're absolutely right. You know, I think that a lot of actors go through their entire careers and they do some great things and then they do some lousy things because they're getting paid a lot of money. I understand that. Right. I've done a few bad things myself for money. Sometimes you have to do a job to pay for the groceries or put your kids through school. We're not saying that. This is the third time around for doing this kind of a movie for these great actors. And I just find it unbelievable that they continue to make this kind of a picture. I mean, they're really squandering their talents. They are squandering their talents. And please, please don't do another one. Three is enough. Blythe Danner was recently quoted less as saying that the entire cast loves these movies and that they intend to keep doing them until all of them are in walkers and wheelchairs. Now that's something to think about. You talk about depressing. Wow. Apparently we've got several more of these horrible Fokker movies down the road. It's really sad. You know, you just want to think of certain words that describe it. Pitiful, loathsome, turgid, dreary, depressing. Any of those fit this humiliating exercise in movie making. For me, in case you can't guess, everybody, the Little Falkers gets a great big fat red light. I am reminded of an old radio show that I used to giggle at when I was a kid. Uh-huh. It was Fibber McGee and Molly. Yeah, yeah, I And remember. Molly always used to say to her husband, taint funny, McGee. <laughs> Well said, Molly. (laughs) If she were alive today, she'd say the same thing about Little Fockers. I'm giving it a red light also. Oh, boy. Two red lights for Little Fockers. And we haven't even mentioned the name of the director or the writers, and I'm not going to, because who cares? You know what? They should get blamed. The director was Paul Weitz who directed All About a Boy, and he also directed American Pie, so he's supposed to know something about comedy. And the two writers, some guy by the name of Hamburg and another guy by the name of Larry Stuckey, they should be blamed for this. I'm not going to let them off the hook. (laughs) Sorry, boys. You're so tough, Anne. (laughs) I know I am. Okay. We will see you back here very, very soon when we review another film. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to all get together and actually laugh next time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. 
and together we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.